Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Married with a Business. I'm Craig. And I'm Allison. And we're Married with a Business. We're here to share you some uh, stories, tips, ideas of what does and does not work for us both at work and with our business and at home. That's our goals. Yeah. So, Allison, uh, how was your week? What happened this week? Our week was good. It was pretty normal kind of routine for the for the recent past. We had a lot of Zoom calls, but we kind of, on Thursday, we kind of did the round robin of uh, my youngest had a Zoom call. We raced off that so that I could get on a networking call. And then I ran down and grabbed the kids from you so that you could get on a sales call. Kind of, we were playing the tightrope of finish two minutes early so you can get everybody out of the way and keep the, the next space quiet for the next person. Yeah, it was it was very much down to the wire on all of them. Like we were moving one out and the other one was starting and we're like, you gotta be quiet, daddy. Daddy's getting ready to get on a call. You know, so it was, uh, but it worked. We survived. It and then I, okay. And then I bribed them and I said, if everybody's good through the calls, we can go to the lake and go swimming. And that's what we did. So this week, Allison, though, one of the things you just mentioned about, you've been doing a lot of networking via Zoom recently. And today we're kind of going to talk about networking and it's important to not only us socially but also us with our business yeah and no matter what the economic climate is or whether we're home or not we've got the technology that you can keep building your networks and building your contact list and so i've been participating in probably more networking now than i had been when we were doing a normal regular cycle um i started networking right when i joined the business in um 2002, we were at a mastermind group and there was a woman who was talking about networking. And my dad turned to me and said, you should find a women's group like she did. So when we came home, that was the first thing I did. And it was challenging at that point because the internet wasn't as prevalent with these kind of groups. Um, I joined a local uh, women's networking group and I've been a member there for like the last 18 years. And I'm the president of the group right now. So I think one of the things you know, we should talk about and why networking is important. We're small business owners, and I'm sure most of you that are listening are also small business owners. And we've learned, and people who network a lot know that, you know, people buy from people they know, like, and trust. They want to buy from people that they already have a relationship with. It's it's the old adage. I'll, I'll do the uh, I'll do the Italian thing because, you know, it's the old adage of, hey, I got a guy. You know, I got a guy who can fix my car. Hey, I got a guy. And that's kind of what networking is. You know, networking uh, in some instances to people might be going to the bar and meeting people. You know, hey, I got a guy. And sometimes networking is going to organized events, which is what we mostly do, not go to the bar and meet people, um, but going to organize organized events, you know, that help uh, connect people who are business owners in a lot of ways. And, um, you know, why is it important to, to build those relationships in, in networking? What's the what's the goal of, of, of making that know, like, and trust with those people? Well, I think definitely to build my business. But one thing I tell people all the time is that if you're going to go into networking expecting to go in hand out some business cards and get a bunch of business, you're not going to be successful. Right. Kind of have to go have a goal going into it. Um, I, you know, for us, we understand that it's not a silver bullet. We're in it for the marathon and not the sprint. You know, people that I connected with 18 years ago are just now calling me, but 
because I've done it consistently and I've had a great follow through plan, those people consistently see my message and remember meeting me. And we often get calls from people who say that they've met me and thought I was great. And I have no idea who they were, but I made an impact. And by continuing to touch them, that impact continued to grow. Well, and you have to remember as a as a business owner, you're the expert in whatever your business is. And when you're the expert in that group, you're going to be the person that they remember hearing at that meeting when you stand up and say, hi, I'm so-and-so from such-and-such company, and this is what I do. And I think it's the same situation, you know, with with finding people to work with that you're going to gravitate to somebody that you think is the expert. So that's what networking really is. Exactly. And I have been in groups where I haven't necessarily made great business connections, but I've made connections with people who help me personally, which for me, it's a personal connection, but for them, it's a business connection. So, and for me, that's when I'm in networking meetings. A lot of times I'm not helping people necessarily with their business, but with their home life. And so it's not just about business. The bigger your circle of influence is, the bigger you're going to be able to help more people personally and professionally. Well, and I think the other thing to also remember is sometimes it's not just about your business. Sometimes it's about connecting other people with businesses that they need. Exactly. I tell people a lot of times, I might not be able to help you, but I know people. <laughs> right, exactly. And so the idea is that if it's a friend in your life or a family member or even somebody else in the network to to be able to connect them. But let's, let's kind of relate like the importance of networking and the networking that we've done over the years to like numbers and to like data. Sure. Um, so, you know, of our, uh, our business, which is a, a decent sized business, what like a small uh, business, a small business, but I mean, our, how much work are we getting from network? So I went back and I looked at the numbers knowing we were going to be talking today. And in 2018, 28% of our leads, which is somebody who calls us and says, Hey, can you come remodel my house? 28% of those calls came from people we met networking or referrals. Um, of that, of all of our sales for the whole year, 38% of our dollar volume came from people we met through networking. Wow. So, I mean, that's a good chunk of business. And that, you know, over time grows. So the more time you spend, you know, networking and meeting and connecting with those people, those numbers will continue to grow. Right. Because in 2019, the following year, 34% of our calls were from networking and 51% of our sales volume was from people we met through networking. Yeah, so, so half of our, so half of our sales volume. Right. And that's and that's that's a substantial number. That's So if, yeah, if you're not doing it, you got to put yourself out there. We talked a couple of weeks ago about Eleanor Roosevelt said do one thing every day that scares you. 18 years in, years in, this is still the one thing that scares me the day I have to do it. Um, well, and I think the thing that we should talk about, too, is the importance of networking. You know, a lot of people, uh, when times get good, will stop networking. And, and that's like the, the worst time. That's to the absolute worst time to do it. And and we, uh, you had started networking pretty, pretty hardcore in the early 2000s, 2002, 2003. At one point, you were in a few different network groups. Yeah, when I was trying to fit, find the right fit. Um, and prior to having kids, I made a commitment as part of our plan. I was going to go to every networking event I was invited to for a month over the course of a month. So I went to everything I was invited to. And sometimes it was six in a week. And then 
I got a good feel for different groups and it kind of helped me weed out and kind of narrow down which groups were a good fit for us and which groups weren't. And then when I got pregnant with our first son, I was able to really scale back to the ones that we really wanted to focus a lot of energy on. But I think the most important thing is, is during those times, 03, 04, those are pretty good times, pretty prosperous for us as a business. And then the downturn came in 08 and 07, 08, 09, that whole, that whole downturn they came. And because of all the networking you had done prior, you know, and I, and I say this uh, a lot of times to people in, in one of your, the networking group, the women's business networking group that you're a president of, that that group, you know, was a big chunk of the work that we did during the downturn when things were kind of sparked. And and that was all because of the networking you had done the three years prior that was during good times. Right. Because they knew they knew me. They trusted me. They knew I was going to be honest with them. And so when people were scrambling for work, you had a lot of people who were just telling you what you wanted to hear. And they knew that wasn't going to come from us. Right. Exactly. But there, Allison, let's talk about the fact that there are. Um, different types of networking groups out there. And, and one of them are, in, I think a lot of people are familiar with industry specific ones um, where, you know, for our, for instance, for us, you know, we're in the general contracting remodeling business. So we have NARI and NHAB, which are specific to home building remodelers, you know, construction, but there are, uh, you know, and other organizations out there, but those are more for, you know, building your, in, your knowledge inside of your industry. Yeah. So I tell people when we talk about it that, that I kind of break networking down into four different types of networking groups. And depending on your season of life and what your business needs, you may be a better one or more may be a good fit for you. So definitely there's the industry or the professional associations. Um, when I was first coming into the business, I spent a lot of time going to meetings at the National Association of the Remodeling Industry. I took a lot of their educational things. Um, we we network with them a lot to build up our business internally. Then there's groups like community and service groups like the Lions, the Rotary. They're community-based, so there's a networking component to the service. Right. There's service and networking. So, And the goal is, is that you're, you're – you're making connections in those kind of groups. You're making connections with other people, but you're not necessarily there to to push or sell yourself as a business owner or push your business. It's more about, hey, Jim and I go to Rotary together, so this is what he does for a living. Right. And then you have what they, we like to call the strong contact networking. Those are like the BNIs, the Business Networking International, those are a lot of times one representative per industry, and they're heavily focused on trading business cards, trading a certain number of referrals at every meeting. And again, you know, educating people around you, but they're heavily focused on how many leads you're going to give the the next person. And those can be good in a lot of ways for people who are um, just getting into networking in, in some ways because they're very structured. They're super structured. You go into a meeting and there's only 15 people in all different industries and, and the meeting follows a pretty specific structure. There's there's a little bit of, 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 of I want to call it bonding and rapport or, um, you know, time to, to, to chat, but most of it is about going 
do the structure and and get out of there. Yeah, and it gives people who are new to networking, it gives you a lot of education and training on things to look for, how to public speak because everybody gets a chance to talk. So there's a lot of good things about those. Um, And then the fourth group is what I like to call the casual contact networking groups. Those are like our women's networking group. We have our theme our theme is contacts coaching collaboration and community we're less formal um we focus on coaching each other educating each other building each other up but there isn't a mandatory number of referrals you have to give number of leads you have to give there's not there can be three different people in construction or right. two different people in you know whatever in banking whatever you know there's a, there could be multiple people uh in of the same industry in the, in the room at the same time. right and there are a lot of groups like that now um there's a lot of national companies that are doing it and and then you see a lot of them on the local levels as well. Um, if you Google networking groups near me and use one of those key phrases, you'll find a, a good number of that will pop up. And there's also, especially if you're looking for a women's specific or a women's geared towards group, there's a lot of those that have come up over the last few years. When I started networking almost 20 years ago, there weren't very many women specific ones. But we find that you do get a different type of networking that happens in those groups as opposed to male-dominated groups. I would say, you know, another another um, chamber of commerce is a very, you know, your local chamber of commerce is, is sort of in this realm as well where there's a lot of times um, there's some educational components to it. There's not really stringent rules, but it's still a good place to meet and network with people. A lot of towns um, already have this in place for you to go and, and network um, with specific local businesses. Yeah. So for us, we've found that the the casual contact networking is what fits best for for you know our personalities, I guess, for our business, our business needs. Um, what? How, how would you tell somebody to to figure out which one of those might be best for them? Well, I think that if you look online and you kind of read what what the group is about, and then go visit them. Um, You know, I found that for me, I like to have structure, but not too much structure. Because for me, I like the meetings to be structured, but I don't like the requirements to be structured. I like that with the women's networking group that I'm in right now is every meeting has a basic structure. There's an educational component to it a chance to meet everybody in the room, but being told I have to give out so many leads every week is too stressful for me. But I don't want to go to the networking meetings where we I'm just supposed to go get a drink at a bar and wander around. For the, me, the casual networking group kind of meets in the middle. And I think the other thing that you need to think about when you're you're looking at this, at networking for you and for your business and growing your business, I think you also need to look at maybe you're already in a network and you don't know it. There's a lot of people out there that are in Rotary or Lions Club or similar kind of social group um, or community service group that they don't look at as networking. But at the end of the day, it kind of is. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, if you're in a group and you're doing a group activity, um, and a lot of times it's going to come up, Hey, what do you do? Or what, you know, that's a, that's a time to, to sell yourself. Yeah. So like the new moms group, the junior league, the new, the town newcomers group, those are all networking opportunities. Um, you don't want to be pushy, but you always want people there to know 
that what you do and how you could help them if something comes up. A little bit, a little bit of questions I have for you in regards to like, what's like, how do you network? Like, how do you go to those meetings? What do you need to know? You know, what's how do you go? How, how do you present yourself at networking? So. I always go in with a plan because I need that little bit of structure. I always go in with a goal like, all right, today I need to meet three new people. I need to get three new business cards. Um, so I kind of go in with it. Okay, I will be successful if I do this. I get three new business cards. Mm-hmm. Today was successful. But it can be scary, especially if you haven't done it a lot or you're not used to it. Um, so when I'm teaching new people how to network, I kind I kind of have a three three little steps. So show up. That's the first thing. Get get your body in the door cuz someone will someone will talk to you and show you the ropes. Mm-hmm. But as you're walking around if you don't know anybody yet, um, look for somebody who's on the edge of the room and go over and talk to them. They're probably in the same position and are desperate to have somebody talk to them. And if you're a seasoned person and you see somebody kind of skirting around and not talking to anybody, be kind and go up and talk to that person because you would want somebody to do it to you. Um, we're all there for the same reason. There's no reason not to talk to somebody. And if you ask somebody, if you ask anybody these three questions, they will talk to you for 20 minutes and think you were super interesting. What do you do? Oh, how did you come to do that? And how did you learn about today's event? You, those three questions. I have talked to people for an hour by just ask by just starting off with those questions. No, it's definitely like those three questions are kind of how we built our foundation of networking, and we've been doing. You know, those three questions are something that we've been doing for a long time since the since the beginning of us networking twenty years ago. I, I learned how I learned those are the three questions when I was in college and I was in a sorority that they taught us to if, when you're meeting new people they'll, they'll ask them those questions and you'll be able to break the ice with people yeah so they're really good icebreaker questions to, to, to get right in um, while you go through it what about if you're you know you want somebody to go with you like is, is it should you ask somebody to go with you or how, how do you work that in? grab a buddy I've been to even the group that I'm currently the head of sometimes I'm anxious going to a meeting I'm, I'm gonna know a ton of the people there but I often invite people to come with me and join me. Um, Grab a buddy, grab a buddy from the group, grab a buddy who might enjoy the group, grab a buddy who, you know, just needs to get out of the house. Um, It it makes it easier when you have somebody to go with you. If you are have checked out the group a couple of times and you know somebody else has, say, hey, can we can we meet there? People want to be invited. And sometimes the other person doesn't think to do the inviting. So you've got to be that person. So it's it's important to spend some time and find um, the, you know, the right network for you. Um, search, do, do a lot of research. I mean, it's, it's 2020 now. Uh, everything's on the internet. You can find out a lot about a group just by Googling the group or Googling networking or your town and networking. Uh, definitely check out some of those places, Chamber of Commerce, BNI, all of those places have great websites. Yeah, and this is a really good time to do it because a lot of networking groups are doing their meetings via Zoom. So you can sit in and listen and see if 
the system kind of fits what you want or what they're saying kind of correlates to what your wants and needs are. So it's kind of a good time to be an observer and check out some groups and you don't even have to leave your house. Right. You can do it. You can do it sitting there uh, looking at your your laptop. So, you know, the idea, you know, is to try to find um, the networking group that that you're the most you're, you're the most comfortable in when you go when you go to the group. Right. So I do a lot of the networking. Right. You you do have a networking group, but you don't do it as often because you're out meeting with other people. So what do you think is the hardest part of networking? Um, I think sometimes you know making the connections with with people in the in the group. Now the networking group that I go to, um, which is a super interesting group actually, um, we I've been going to for. Quite, we've been at quite some time. We've been in that group, um, probably five, six years, um, and it, so you've. I've already made a lot of those relationships. So I think now it's easy because I walk into that room and I automatically know, you know, half the people in that room, and then the other, you know, the other half might be guests. Um, I think that for me, you know, networking, it's it's it is. It's hard finding that person to talk to, and especially if you're new to the group, it's hard to figure out, okay, who am I going to talk to? And that's going to think that I'm interesting, you know? Um, so I think that's, that's definitely the challenge of it. Um, finding, you know, finding yourself and being comfortable in yourself and your skin when you're in that room. And you got to remember, and I said this at the top, you're the expert, you're the expert at what you do. And so you have to have that mentality when you're in there. Like I'm the expert at XYZ. I'm the expert at building widgets. I'm an I'm an expert widget builder. So I can talk about widgets nonstop. And your company is the best company there. Right. So and I think when you ask those three questions, when you ask somebody, hey, what do you do? Automatically, the natural question for them to ask you back is, what do you do? So I think that that's, you know, having those icebreaker questions in your in your back pocket are are super important along the way. What about us being married and networking? And how how does that work? Because not all networking things are during the day, some are at night, and we're we're both in the business and we both have to take care of our kids. Yeah, it's you know, when we first uh were doing when we were doing a lot of networking before children, it was super easy. We just went to networking groups. Sometimes we went together. Those were nice times. We used to go to networking groups together. Um and then sometimes we, you know, we'd go it didn't really matter. We'd be at two separate networking groups at the same time. And then children came into the mix and that definitely changed things a little bit. Um I think one thing you 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 definitely have to figure out, I think we have done really good at is figuring out who who is the the better networker, not necessarily as the person who may present themselves better or know, have the knowledge, um, but also might, you know, help build your brand a little bit better. And, uh, you know, we always talk about, we'll talk about this more, I'm sure, in, in future episodes. But one interesting thing about us is we're a primarily majority female-owned business that is in the construction industry, which is not super common. So for you to go into a networking group, into a room and say, hi, I'm this five foot one lady woman who owns a construction company and builds houses, you know, that's an interesting, that's automatically an interesting icebreaker where me as a six foot burly guy coming, walking in, everybody's like, oh, that guy must work in construction, you know? So I think that's one reason, one way that if your time is an issue, if children and managing that is an issue, that's one of the ways that we sort of determined um, our best sort of setup for, for that. Right. And as we picked who was going to keep which networking events, we kind of picked based on time. So the, the group that you stayed in, I was the primary person 
with it to begin with. But time-wise, I couldn't make those meetings. I couldn't do drop-off for school and make those meetings. So we, when we divided to divide and conquer, you took that meeting because it's first thing in the morning. It's at 7 o'clock in the morning. And I am doing the women's networking group, which is a better fit for me. And the timing works better. I can adjust. We have those meetings have various varying times, so I can pick the ones that work best with the kids' schedule. Yeah, and I, I mean it's it's just one of those things where I think you've got to you've got to go with the flow and, and roll with the punches. But the key thing is, is you know, even when we started having children, we didn't stop networking. You have to continue to do that. You have to have your face out there and in, in front of people and continue to network so that they remember you and and they buy from people they know, like, and trust, and to keep that trust and to keep that you know that. Face in front of them. And you have to have a follow through plan. If you go to a net, if you just go to one networking meeting and you do nothing after that, out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. You, how do I make these connections and then stay top of mind for when they need me or they talking to somebody who needs me? Right. Um, so what one of the things I did is mine's a written plan. I literally just took my notes and wrote it down. But I came up with, okay, I'm going to get this business card. I'm going to talk to these people. What do I do next? So after the meeting, I take all the business cards. I write on the back how I met them. So Women's Networking, Business Alliance, and the date. We put it into a spreadsheet, all of their contact information by industry, and then with a note on how I met them. I send them a handwritten follow-up note to say, it was great meeting you. Here's a bit my business card. Hopefully we can connect again soon. Um, I also try to connect with them and friend them on LinkedIn so that then we're connected there. If I ever need to find them again, they ever need to find me again. Um, and then I try to, if I, and then a lot of times I set up a one-on-one depending on the person so we can find a time to chat and learn more about each other. Yeah. And I think that, you know, the key is, is, is to make those to after you've made those connections in person to re- keep those fresh by sending those emails, putting them in our newsletter for the business, um, and uh, obviously connecting with them on whatever social media that you use. Um, but yeah, definitely an idea of you know making sure that. Even if it's somebody that only came to one meeting, that after you met them, you talked to them, you got their business card, that you didn't let it go stale and just put it on a pile on your desk, that you've tried to connect with them somewhere else after after that meeting. People get so busy moving on to the next thing that they don't fully complete what they did before that. And then that time is completely wasted. You're spending a lot of time and energy to go to a network event. You could be doing something else. If you're not going to follow through and make those connections worthwhile, why did you spend the time to begin with? Yeah, don't go for just the coffee and the donuts. You know, you got to go there and you've got to come out. And like you said, you got to have a plan when you're there and a goal. And you have to come out and you have to have a follow through at the end. And that's, that's again, You've got to make sure that, okay, I met Susie at the networking group. Now I need to, when I get back, you write her the email. Susie, it was great meeting you at the networking group. I hope you really enjoyed it. Can't wait to see you next time. It doesn't have to be salesy. It doesn't have to be pushy. It doesn't have to be come to check out my business. It just has to be soft. And connecting with them, LinkedIn, obviously, or any of those social social groups. And one of the things we talk about in network, in my networking group, is 
try to find a way to help them. You know, one of the things we do is who do you know who as we're going around. So who do you know who is looking to redo their bathroom? I try to write down what those people say because off the top of my head right then I might not be able to think of it. But by the time I get back to my office, I might go, oh, I know a great person to help Susie do X, Y, Z. So the more you help other people, the more they'll remember you as well. Yeah, definitely. So thanks, everybody, for listening this week. Don't forget, you've got to try to go out there. You've got to try to put yourself out there. One of the action items we'd give you is just go to a meeting. Find a meeting. Go to a networking meeting. Go to a group. Go to an after-hours or a breakfast meeting. Um, you know, all of those groups are willing and and want to have guests at them. You know, some of them do have dues and membership fees and those things are involved at some point. But for that first meeting, if you show up and you're just like, oh, I'm here to f- f- find out what you guys are about, they'll let you in. They'll, they'll want you to be a part of it. So that's definitely one of those action items you should do. Yeah. And I would also go back and think about who you've connected with recently and just send them a handwritten note to check in and say, hey, it was great meeting you. Um, I'd love to connect again soon. Here's my business card. Uh, handwritten notes go so far these days. People love to get mail. Yeah. I, I've, I've found that recently that, um, that I'm starting to do more and more handwritten notes and personalized notes. And those do, those do tend to go further than the email or the... And it's okay if they can't read your handwriting yeah, sometimes. Just getting the note helps. Yes, definitely. My handwriting is not no bueno is my handwriting. So listen, folks, thanks for listening this week. Don't forget, look for us on social media, on Twitter, on Instagram. We're at bizmarried, B-I-Z-M-A-R-R-I-E-D, bizmarried, and search for Married with a Business on Facebook and uh, LinkedIn, all of those places where you can find us. We hope that you not only continue to work on your business, but also on your marriage. And remember, We are, because we're married with a business. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week.